Alright, we're on Perak Yud Mishnah Days. Yesterday's second Mishnah. So we talked about uh, somebody finding Tefillin in the Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos. And uh, the Mishnah said that if there is a uh, Sakana, so you can just cover them over and leave them there and deal with them afterwards. Now, there's a, and the Gemara says that between Mishnah Aleph and Mishnah Bays, there's a missing segment. The missing segment says that the Sakana that we're talking about in Mishnah Aleph is a Sakana Shmad. If the Goyim see you with Tefillin, so you're going to be in trouble, but there's no physical Sakana. But if there's a physical Sakana, list them, they're going to steal the Tefillin or they're going to harm the people, and you don't want to stay around there. So then the Eitzah that the Mishnah gives is, is you should make an assembly line and pass the whole package of Tefillin from one person to the other person, pachas, pachas, midalit amis, so you're not being over anything, uh, anything um and that's permissible under these circumstances in order to save the tefillin and not to endanger yourself. Uh, once having mentioned that, the Mishnah mentions also that the same thing was mattered, let's say that a woman goes out to have a baby, doesn't make it to the hospital, or they don't have a hospital, and she gives birth in the fields, um, and you need to get the baby back into civilization so uh, he's able to be taken care of. So also you do the same thing, pass it on. One third, a third case, which is also similar but on a different topic entirely, let's say you have a, a Dover Hefker. If you don't have a Dover Hefker, a Dover Hefker is kind of shvisel in Yentchumim, just like a person. But if you have a Dover Hefker, so there are some that say that you can have people relaying one to the other more than 2,000 Amis. Why? Because the person did not walk 2,000 Amis. And a Dover Hefker is not kind of Shvisa anywhere. That's, uh, that's, that's the first Shita. The second Shita is that a Dover Hefker also is kind of Shvisa and you can't move it more than 2,000 Amis. And that is what we have in Mishnah Bay. So, Rabbi Shimon, Aymer Rabbi Shimon says, in the case where it's a Sakonas Listim or a Sakona of uh, harm, you give it from one person to the other until you reach the outer courtyard where the tefillin are going to be safe. Also, if somebody has a has a child, son, daughter, so you give it to one person, the other person to the other person. This chavis over here is hefker. You can take a hefker chavis and give it to your friend, the chaver l'chaveray, afil chutz l'tchum, and pass it even out of the tchum, because a hefker chavis is not kind of shavisa, where it was, it can be moved more than 2,000 amas. Amr, why? They said to Rabbi Yehuda, the chacham said to Rabbi Yehuda, and this is the halacha, loy tahalach zu, yesu miregla ragle baleha, such a chavis cannot go more than the amount that a bailam is allowed to go. In other words, it's kind of shvisa where it is, and it's only able to be moved 2,000 amas. Moving on to Mishnah Gimel, we get back to the issues of Akira and Hanacha, that in order to be over Hitzah de Raisa, or Mavr Dalad Amas Rabin de Raisa, so you need to do an Akira to uproot something, pick it up, move it, um, and to be meniach to put it down. If you have a scroll, uh, Sefer Torah scroll or a scroll of any Sefer. So, so long as you're holding the top part of the scroll, <coughs> you're never going to be over the Raisa because there's not a Hanacha, because you're still holding the other end. It would only be a Hanacha if you let go of it and you put it down. 
So the case that we're talking about in the Mishnah are really two cases. Case number one is that a person is standing on a scupa. A scupa is, uh, in this case, is, you know, the threshold, but in this case it's a caramelist. We're talking about a case where it's not big enough to be Rishus Aram, it's a caramelist. And you put down this scroll to the point that it's in the Rishus Aramim. In that case, the town of the Mishnah says you can always be golol the scroll. It's a bizayin for the scroll to stay on the floor. And since you're only dealing with a dindarabonan, so then it's fine. Now the other issue is, let's say that you are, um, what's well, you're dealing with dindarabon because there's no akira and anach. And also it's a caramelist to the rishus arabim. So you're dealing with two darabonans. And even if you would lose hold of it, you would only be, be over an isu darabonan. So they allowed you to pull it all the way back. Let's say, though, that you're standing on a roof, which is a Rishus HaYachit, and it's dangling down to the Rishus HaRabim. So here the halacha splits. If it's higher than 10 Tfachim, so then it's not a problem. If it's within 10 Tfachim, so so long that it's just dangling in the air, you can pull it back. If, however, it's on a wall, on the slant of a wall, that's considered to be a Hanacha, not a real Hanacha, because you're holding the other end. But the slant of the wall within tent fachim of the ground, so then that is considered to be uh, a hanacha and something which is some to the rishus arabim. And there you have a machlekes as to whether you're allowed to pull it back or not. One shita is is that you're allowed to pull it back. That's how it passed. And the other is that you uh, just turn it over so that you can't see the words, and that's enough to say it from bizayin. The other shita says the b'makom bizayin of kisvei kodesh. We allowed you to pull it back, even though in theory what you're doing is taking it back to Rishus Yachid from the Rishus Rabin, but really it's only a Dindar because there was no Hanacha back down in the Rishus Rabin. So let's see that inside this Mishnah Gimel. So somebody is uh, reading a Sefer, not a book, but a scroll, on the Askupa, which is a Carmelist, and this Gagla Sefer Miyara, and it rolls out of his hands. You can bring it back to you because, again, from Carmelis to Rishus Arabim, there's only a Dindar Abana. And over here, there's no real Akira anyway, and they uh, weren't Geyser. Fine. If he's reading up on the roof, um, and the Sefer rolls out of his hand. Um, if it didn't get to ten Tfachim within the ground, no problem because. Ten tefachim high and above is a makom patur. Mishi yigiel asar tefachim, but once it's within ten tefachim, then hayfchay al haksav. And we'll see in a second that this is talking about where it's it's leaning on the slanted wall. Rabbi Yehuda imer afilu ein misolot mina aretz el kamoi machat. Rabbi Yehuda says that even if it's just a needle's breadth from the ground, goyel yetsla. Rabbi Shimon imer afilu ba'aretz atzmai goyel yetsla. Rabbi Shimon says that this is that even if it's on the ground, you can pull it back. Because over here you're talking about a dindarabon because he's got the other part of it in his hand. Therefore, you can move it all the way back. The case of Rabbi Yehuda, though, Rabbi Yehuda says that it has to be slightly off of the ground. Um, Rabbi Yehuda will agree that if it's hanging in the air, you can definitely pull it back. When are we talking about that it's a problem when it's leaning on a wall within ten tefachim of the Rishus Arabim, in which case there is a quasi-hanacha, but it's not a hanacha deraisa. That's where you have the machlekes. The halacha is that you're allowed to pull it back. Everybody have a good night.